Hello and good evening. Hello and good evening. Welcome to the Walk Beside Me radio show. Walk Beside Me is a book by Christine Handy and myself um, about friendship, breast cancer, hardship, transformation, and hopefulness. Along with me is Shari Liu and author, fellow author, Sarah Smith. So welcome, you guys. Hello. Hi, Christine. How are you? Thank you for having me. So happy you're here. Uh, I believe Sarah's on the line. Sarah, are you with us yet? Guess not. Guess not. Okay. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, hi. Sarah. Here we go. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Christine, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so grateful for you, too, so much. Welcome to the Walk Beside Me show. Um, Walk Beside Me is a book about friendships that carried me for a year and year after year, health battle after health battle, day after day. It was nothing more shy of a miracle than to have these friends save my life. These women did so gracefully, and they did it with no hidden agenda. They did it for God, and they said to me, I will not leave you nor forsake you, like God will never leave or forsake you, and they meant it. People invest in people who invest in you. Ladies, guests, how has my book changed the way you see friendships, or has it? Sorry. Well, I think, Christine, uh, first of all, thank you for having me, and I think that uh, basically you've reaffirmed what everyone's mother has always told them. You know, there's obviously men in our lives that we are thankful for, but my mother always told me, you know, it's your girlfriends that you really need to pay attention to and be thankful for because men come and go and girlfriends don't. So I think that one of the reoccurring themes in your book is basically reaffirming just that, that girlfriends are stayed and true while men come and go and we need to lean on our girlfriends because they are the common denominator and the constants in our life. Yes, we are. Sarah, how about you? Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Christine. I feel so honored and privileged. And um, I would say, first of all, friendships, they come from all walks of life, right? We try to surround ourselves with those who are most like-minded, and as we grow older, we have new friends come into our lives. And what I loved about your book and your friends is that you not only had friends of all walks of life surrounding you, they all worked together to accomplish one thing, which was to help you, take care of you, feed you. And when I say feed, I mean that in two ways. They literally fed you food and made you go out to eat or brought it over to nourish your weak body. And you also had friends who fed you the word of God to help nourish your heart and your mind and your soul. You had good followers. You had some past friends and new friends. And so for me personally, I've gone through and am going through a very difficult time in my life right now. So I can relate to the friends who show up. And your friends showed up, and they forever changed the way you view friendships. That is for sure. Yes, they, they, did, they taught me that for sure. Don't ever let go of someone who makes you a better person, right? Right. Um, these friendships that I had, yeah, right? I mean, it's amazing. These friendships that I had were set up years before my health battle. But I also believe that they were set up in preparation for what was to come. And I truly believe that we surround ourselves, who we surround ourselves can change our lives 
save our lives or destroy our lives. Uh, those women taught me to strive to be more than I ever have ever thought I could be emotionally, professionally, in all ways of my life. After reading my book, have you questioned who you are surrounding yourself with, ladies, or putting your time and effort into? Shari. Uh, I think that, you know, I hate to sound like a cliche, Christine, but, you know, there are certain sayings that exist out there, like, you know, you are the most like the five people that you surround yourself with, et cetera. But I actually think that that is quite true, number one. And number two, I think that as you get older and go through experiences in life, whether they are, you know, with your family or with your health like yours, um, I think that you start to realize that certain people are worth that time and effort and certain aren't. But I think most importantly, you start to feel less guilty about, how do I say this, about letting the friendships kind of fall away that aren't really worth it and that aren't reciprocal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because friendship and love, whether it's partnership, marriage, friendship, it should be unconditional. Yes, great point. Sarah? Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with Shari. I love that point. Um, along with my own journey that I've been going through the past few years and reading your book, it's inevitable that you question who you are surrounding yourself with. Um, you know, you learn very early in hard times and difficult situations and trials who is with you for the long haul, and you learn very quickly who is focused on things that may seem, uh, uh, well, more meaningless quite frankly. Um, it doesn't mean that we judge them because we all have done that same thing and we get distracted by things that are a little more meaningless. But it certainly, uh, we take our own inventory and we make a choice of being who God wants us to be or who we think we should be. And we can easily lose our identity when we surround ourselves with those that are focused on the outward things and worldly things instead of eternal and meaningful. And your book really does an excellent job of teaching about friendships and surrounding yourselves with like-minded friends who are in for the long haul. Thank you. I think we are uh, we are just what we eat, and then we are also who we hang out with. Right? Such a good it's such a good analogy. Sometimes I would say um, in my journey, I'm okay, but I want you know I wanted people in my life to look at me in the eyes and say, you know what, I don't think she really is okay. Because I think a lot of the times we as women, we say we're okay when we're really not. Um, And it's bold to say we're not really okay. And it's difficult sometimes because it's embarrassing or shameful. So, ladies, did you notice in my book the women that listened when I wasn't okay and listened when I wasn't too ashamed to ask for help? Did that theme come up in my book? Sorry. Well, I, I think I should just, you know, kind of reveal the fact that although I read your book, I wasn't there for the journey, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you and I only met four months ago. However, we've become best friends, you know, overnight. <laughs> and uh, I think that also also touches on your, the last point to, to go back a little bit in regards to it doesn't matter who you've known the longest or right. who you've had the most experiences with. It's, it's all about who shows up. Right, you know, and uh, I do think the times of adversary, like they say, like the cliche, 
show you who your real friends are. And, you know, as you know, when we met, I've recently gone through, you know, a, a trying time. And I think it always surprises you who shows up and who doesn't. Yeah. You're quite surprised. So, um, yeah, yeah, in regards to your, to the question, going back to the question, I think that, you know, in regards to who you can rely on and, are we talking about this here? Are we talking about yeah. the, the shame and all of that? So I think that if someone is, you know, a tried and true friend, then, you know, you're not worried about being judged. You're not worried about the shame. And, you know, you kind of know the people that you can be yourself with and yes. feel that way with. Yeah, that's true. How about you, Sarah? I, oh, goodness. I love this part. I I absolutely noticed the friends did listen to you and they let you cry on their shoulders and make phone calls late at night. They showed up at night. You know, what was so neat to see is how bold they were. Um, They spoke the truth with love and they weren't ashamed to tell you how they felt. You know, being, um, helping others, it can be a little because you don't want to offend someone. You don't want to say something that's it's, – it's just I've noticed it in my own journey. People don't know how to respond sometimes. And your friends never left your side. They were bold in their faith, and they were honest, true, and they were faithful. And it was uh, very clear in your book, throughout the book. I loved it. Thank you. Well, God had to give me a little nudge or maybe a big nudge for me to realize my full potential. And that's when I decided to write my book. Um, I was a bit uh, ashamed or um, not confident enough to, to go do that step. Um, I was more of a dependent uh, woman than an independent woman who, who you know, that's, and, I, and I changed during my, my cancer. But it almost took losing my life for me to actually live my life. And I also lived a life of um, what was expected of me I think what a lot of women experience is they are expected to get, get, go through college, get married, have kids, and, and live a, cer- a certain life. And I don't know that I believed that I could co-create the life that I really wanted. Um, have either of you felt that pattern as a woman to live, live in a certain way and follow a certain set of rules, but, but to then break free and co-create the true life you want to live? Shari? Uh, yeah, of course. You know, I grew up in a very traditional family, and like you, I was, you know, being groomed to become a doctor or a lawyer, just like everyone else in my family, and get married and have kids and live the perfect life. And, you know, as you know, it didn't really work out that way. I'm that, that doesn't quite exist. <laughs> yeah. I became a journalist, and, you know, you're asking me to be forthcoming, yes. so everyone knows, including you, that I'm not a very private person, so I'm happy to be transparent and tell you that I did not become a doctor, I did not become an attorney, I became a journalist, I've been divorced twice, and I'm a single mom, so <laughs> I, I know that path, which is the path of you know, more resistance and not exactly what my father had in mind for me. But, you know, I am who I am. And all I can hope is that, you know, I I think that what I wish for the most is, or what I despise is feeling that people are disappointed in me. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough tough one. I think we all feel that even when we're, when we're doing our best. I, I think there's that, 
that subtle Nothing feeling. Worse. Nothing yeah, worse. That subtle feeling. How about you, Sarah? Well, I think women, we want to be independent and have control. I feel like everyone really wants control of their own life. Um, women are strong. We're also very emotional, and we like to talk things out, <laughs> and we want to have a plan. We want to plan things out, and naturally, too, just being a woman and thinking one day we're going to be married, and then we start thinking of our biological clock and all those things, and we think we know what's best for our lives, and naturally we want the desires of our hearts, but we have to let our own desires go. And for me personally right. and on a spiritual aspect, I've had to ask God right. to renew my mind that the desires of my heart are what he wants. And that's the only way I have found to be free of guilt and shame and be able to serve and help others just by letting God work in my own heart. Um, I just simply, yes. I can't do it on my own. And the trials, as you know, I've been going through these last few years. I try to do it on my own, and it it just simply does not work. And the moment I surrendered that control, um, I felt so much more freedom. And I feel like God just gave me wings. And I think it's probably the case with most women. We just It is so hard to let go. Well, thank, thank you, Sarah and Shari. Thank you to my guests. These women are true warriors, successful, talented, gifted, and very humble. It's been my pleasure to have these ladies join me on the very first episode of Walk Beside Me. Thank, thank you, Christine. You. Thank, thank you so you. much.